0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: on the Fighting Words News Network. Fighting Words is brought to you each and every night of the week. In grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, men and women Police and Fire Services, the doctors and nurses on the first line, first responders on the first line of COVID and, <clears throat> and this deadly flu, and the people that keep their stocks, uh, the uh, stocking shelves in the uh, supermarkets. Um, tonight's uh, program... Uh, I want to start out by saying thank you to each and every one of our listeners for coming back. Uh, this is our 20th anniversary. It uh, started back uh, with uh, three young guys who um, decided they wanted to do a program. Uh, we went from radio, which wasn't giving us much power, to blog talk, and uh, we went blog talk now for 20 years. So uh, we want to thank you. The numbers keep rising every year, and we appreciate it. Um, Z, how are you
2: doing tonight? Well, I'm
3: gonna Wonderful. How are you doing, Butch? And I just want to say that I'm glad to be a part of this 20-year anniversary.
1: Yes, sir. Very big part of this 20th anniversary for the last uh, 11 years. Uh you and your brother have uh, helped me uh, help me out quite a bit. Uh and I appreciate that. And uh, We also want to say hello to uh, the uh, lovely Miss Asia, the baby, and mom. Everybody, I hope everybody's fine. You're all your kids, so I hope everybody had a good holiday.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. You too, you as yeah. well.
1: Yeah, we did. Well, Devin Haney uh, got in there and uh, sort of uh, showed uh, Regis Projo just uh, uh, what, what was what, huh?
3: Yeah, um, there, there, yes he has, and there's I don't want to say controversy um, because everything's under the guidelines, but there's a bit of negative talk about how he rehydrated from was supposed to be a 140 fight, he rehydrated to 165 pounds uh, when he came in the ring, and. That, and, and and fighters they they rehydrate i mean that's natural well nowadays is more natural um but to to rehydrate that heavy is it, 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 to be that light and to rehydrate that heavy is a little uncommon you know i i should say um uh, what I also say is it, we just prograde rehydrated to one hundred and fifty four pounds
4: um
3: so he did, he just he didn't rehydrate as heavy as devin haney. Mm -hmm. Honestly, as I say That's part of the guidelines Um, A bit of controversy is There's talk Devin Haney is really seeking A Tank Davis fight Him and his father Bill Haney They're seeking a Tank Davis fight Javante Davis fight And Davis is He's saying it's a catch weight A rehydration Mm -hmm. force And Devin Haney doesn't want to do that So Mm -hmm. I, I can understand both sides of that to, to a degree because Devin Haley's not doing anything illegal. That's not under the guidelines. But at the same time, mm-hmm. me, I mean, you have to understand, guys, also you're is you're going to be almost 20 pounds heavier than you. On that, mm-hmm. Once you start getting, you know, 9 and 10 pounds, you know, and then you're a lighter guy, that, that, right. that's a little extreme. I mean, people, and then there's clamor about maybe Devin Haney should move up to 147. Uh I mean, now uh-huh. you're fighting bigger guys, guys naturally your size. Certain advantages you might not have, because I mean, it was mm-hmm. obvious. I mean, to me, I, I think he would have beat Regis Progray if he if they weighed the same. If, if that just the mm-hmm. styles mess. but the fact that right. he did come in that heavy. It, it, to you know, and still give you advantages because now you're fighting guys you know that are, are absolutely smaller than you. So mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, guess I understand both sides of the game when it comes to that.
2: Great.
3: So we also
1: want to uh, what? Well, excuse me. Want to welcome our West Coast uh, correspondent, uh, on the far West Coast, we should say. Uh, Bob, how are you doing today?
5: Oh, fantastic! Great to be on the show, and good to see everybody. Happy New Year to everyone!
3: Bob, Happy New uh, Year!
1: Man. Fantastic. We, uh, we certainly were. Uh, let's say uh, amazed at uh, your uh, how much you look like a, a certain boxer.
2: Um, oh, did
1: you? You want to explain that to everybody? I mean. Nobody goes to, to uh, Honolulu and comes back with a tattoo like that. Oh.
5: <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we went to a luau in uh, when uh, the wife came back from her amazing trip. She was in Hawaii. We met her over there with the kids and I, and we went to a luau. And the guy was doing face painting, so uh, I had him. I had him give me give me the Tyson. Uh, on my face. I don't know what it's called other than the Tyson, but yeah. So I, I got, I got some good photos uh, with the tattoo on, but being a big guy, I sweat a lot. It it didn't last long, you know? So I don't think it was on there after dinner, but for a little while I got to, I got to, you know, act like the big dog. There you go.
1: See you. Hey, Bob, what did you think about uh, Roundtree's uh... KO um, of uh,
5: Anthony Smith. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch the fight live. I saw the highlight, but or highlights. But again, um, uppercuts and knees are those hidden weapons that no one sees mm-hmm. coming, and they're underutilized. So a good, a good, well placed uppercut to the bottom of somebody's chin is amazing. And again, talking about my face thing, that was that was Tyson's. You know. Uh, setup like back in I I try to explain the guys when I'm teaching like Tyson never broke his stance he never walked he he hopped up in his stance and he had a good center and he'd throw some bodies in that mean ass uppercut which would eventually get you with a with a hook you know so the uppercut is an underrated uh, but you know very versatile and amazing punch and it looks like uh, Khalil Roundtree got Anthony Smith with that with that uppercut but that you know, being that it was a fantastic uppercut. Apparently, uh, there's more news about you know, uh, Khalil Roundtree because some some uh, uh, the supermodel Mia Kang officially announces she's marrying him. So he's making the news that way. You know, so well, yeah. good job. You know, two wins for you. Hmm. I'm all about marrying mm-hmm. up. I recommend it.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the speak, speak on the uppercut Yeah, the uppercuts and knees and, and When you In fight, fighting, a lot of times you, you have to look for what's open Or you have to work what's open um, And a lot of times you look And if the elbows come out And the hands come away from the face They tend to come away from the middle bottom part And that usually sets up uppercuts and knees You, you just look for that opening up the middle
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay. Let me ask you this and uh uh here's another one uh for both of you. Tim Elliott took a a, a shot at uh uh in 5 days notice and wins. What's uh, what's the story on that? So it's uh
3: Z first. Oh, yeah. You might have to go with Bob on that one. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, Bob.
1: That's right. yeah, okay. try- Bob's on
2: mute.
5: Yeah, absolutely You're right. I'm on mute again. The the wife <laughs> needed uh needed to use the blender. <laughs> He's like Bob. So I you but yeah yeah yeah. The Tim Elliot one. Yes. Is that what we were talking about? Yes. Um. All right. I got to get to my notes here.
2: I'm sorry. Oh, gosh darn it! Oh, so he's a new up and coming guy out of the UFC.
5: He recently signed a contract. I knew I had this. Sorry, had to flip to it. So mm-hmm. he's he's coming up. a company That's that's what he's making. Um, being the you know fact that he just recently signed a contract with the UFC and he's jumping back in the ring after uh not only what was it, five weeks uh something mm-hmm. like five I don't want to quote five weeks I think it was five weeks yeah, five, out of the ring so he yeah so he just came off a first month arm triangle submission win um for the performance of the night he's uh 20 13, and 1 um, but he's back in the octagon uh, against Sue, Sue uh, Maderay. I can't pronounce it. I'm sorry, I Sue. Pronounce it I would just probably use Sue. Yeah, you know, you know, back yeah. in our day, we grew up with you know songs like you know they named my dad named me Sue, and now there's some of the <laughs> baddest people on the planet are named Sue. So it is what it is. But yeah, and uh, being a, a Dana White lackey. Um, which I get it, you know, as a fighter, you're out there to make that money right. and to to hit a lot of money and, and it's, it's exciting and he's coming off a win. And so, you know, he doesn't need to take all that time off. So I get it, uh, from a young fighter standpoint, but at the same time as an older fighter, I don't want to see Dana use and abuse. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
2: Let me ask
1: you, uh, uh, the uh chris uh ballard smith um stopped had a, a, a great stop in the eighth round his last time out what what would you think of that one
2: uh,
3: yeah unfortunately i didn't see that one uh uh-huh. yeah i did not see that one
2: mm-hmm. okay. I have okay little
1: problem with my computer here um what happened was that uh, he came in uh, underweight, uh, went after uh, Masternack. And it was okay. a pretty good fight for the first uh, seven rounds. He came out on the eighth round, Masternack just looked like he was beat to hell. And we he just wanted <laughs> to get the hell out of there. And it, that's exactly what happened. Atop the eighth, 1. Uh, one minute and 30 seconds, he was down on the mat and uh, never got back up. um
2: Right. Yeah, okay, tonight
3: that, we're and that, have sounds that. Like, okay. yeah, that. sounds like a case of uh, either, either to, you know just in hand of the physical contact or conditioning, lack like of conditioning, right. and, and and conditioning plays a very very big part in fighting. I don't care; you can be calm as you want, but you have to have a level of conditioning too, um, as as mm-hmm. if you want to do to, to the big baby Miller fight. <laughs> Right. Well, the conditioning. I don't care how good you are. If you're not prepared on every level for professional fighting, you're going to have a problem down
2: the
4: line.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, let me ask. Uh, I, was, I was starting to say we have a very special guest coming on tonight, I'm Bob Alexander. You know, Bob has uh, had a really rough year last year. Uh, lost. Uh, a lot of weight. Uh, they couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. They finally have, have diagnosed it. And uh, after many, many moons of uh, worry, he's back on his feet. Uh, he's going to be uh, back in the ring uh, uh, come this uh, next, next week. Uh, but, you know, Bob is also the uh, secretary of the, uh, Hall, the Florida Hall of Fame. So Bob's going to uh, come on tonight. They just finished their meeting at five o'clock and he's going to announce before anybody else gets it uh who the uh who the nominees are, are going to be for uh, for this year uh, the uh and it's a quite an extensive list of uh, good people um, let's see where here all right here you go uh Dracus uh boy, I could really screw this one Lucasfusus okay and uh uh leon Stark uh, what do you think about that one uh, bob d d okay. what do you think?
3: First of all, it's wonderful that uh, you have Bob Alexander back, and especially back mm-hmm. in the way. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that's 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 blessing in and of itself. So we that's not personal thoughts on it. good to have Bob mm-hmm. back, you know, and, and life period, and just to do Great. anything extra is, you know, that's just icing on the cake.
2: Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was that's on the the right again. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but,
5: yeah, I, I think it's great that Bob's back. So, it would be fantastic if we could talk to him about that.
1: So, we were also asking about uh, Triple D and uh, his fight coming up with Strickland.
5: His fight versus Strickland. So, I thought,
1: um, yeah. see Colby
5: Covington, who are you What's talking that? about? Triple I D. I know Colby Covington is talking a lot of trap, crap about Strickland.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, but evidently This was already been signed Wellington had been talking about it And it bounced back and forth Between both uh, parties But they couldn't get it signed And I guess uh, Well, I wish I could say this guy's name Duplessis Duplessis People moved in and uh, they got it signed It's going to be uh, In um, uh, February So um Oh, wow. uh,
2: what's your question?
5: Yeah, I, I didn't know that they had signed it. I thought they were trying to go the um, – uh hey. Oh, de, 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 de Plessis. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Right. So signed for January 20th. Oh, okay, so that's coming up. So yeah. Um, yeah. I had something on that earlier, too. Uh, gosh, I'm sorry. My notes are all over the place. But that's coming up, I think, in uh, – UFC 298 or um, uh, 299. Um, yeah. They're talking. Yeah, they're, they're putting that up together. Gosh, I'm sorry, I'm flipping through notes here. But yeah, because Kobe Temerson can't ever show show the frig up. You know, he, he's always injured. He's always nursing mm-hmm. an injury. I mean, he's got great conditioning, but he didn't. You know, he couldn't. He couldn't come to the plate last time either. So I'm glad Strickland, you know, mm-hmm. signed somebody. But, again, I'm not a huge Strickland fan. Strickland's got that Philly right. shuffle style about his boxing, and that's fine. If you, if
2: you Again,
5: Strickland is an easy W if you go out and wrestle Strickland. you, you Same thing back like when Ronda Rousey was a champ. You can't beat Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey style. And if you're going to come out and you're going to box Strickland, well, he's got a good Philly shuffle uh, stance, and he's going to outbox you. So take him out, throw some leg kicks, and you can take him out that way. But as far as Kobe Pevington, you know, um, it's, uh, you know, I don't know much about who they're putting Strick- uh, Strickland against, but you know, hopefully this works out the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going
1: to instead of
2: going go
0: off the air, I'm just
2: going
1: to go ahead and call Bob while we're on the air here.
2: Can you, uh, you guys
3: want to chime in on this? Yeah, yeah, what's crazy to me is Sean Strickland is basic. And to watch him beat Israel and Asania with literally rolling and counter punching off of a silly shell every now and again and a jab. He checked he he he, he cut the space down a lot of times he was responsible. He checked a lot of kicks good. But offensively mm-hmm. all he did was jab. As side, you could not get out of the way of the jab. He couldn't get out the mm-hmm. of the way of the jab. A lot of times he put himself in bad positions for the counter because he kept leaning his head the same way. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it, it just amazed me how the guy's rolling in a silly shell and you're not coming to the other side kicking the leg? Right. Literally, you're in a silly shell. Exactly, you're defending one way. You're blaming and you're defending and leaning one way. Your whole back side is exposed. And it's not like out of that TV show you can explode out of your leg, especially if you're Sean Strickland, who's not an excessively athletic guy. He's feet are planted, So I, it just confused me how, first of all, you know he's going to jab you. It's not like he's faking the jab. It's not like he's deceiving the jab. It's not like the jab is coming off quick, quick, hard. <laughs> the jab is coming off one clip from the same place. And you can't afford that. As an and athlete, they sit there and they athlete, eat that. They just keep eating it. There's no slipping. There's no ducking. They just keep eating it. Why? I'm just like, why? You know he's going to throw it. He's not doing much of anything else. It's <laughs> not a secret. That.
4: It's
3: no secret. And then he's blading off, and it's not like he's blading off moving his feet totally out of range. He's stopping waiting for the counter. You can't slip off to the side (laughs) and kick his leg from under it? I'm just wondering, like, you're an elite fighter, and this is beating you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You you know he's heavy when he comes with that jab. He's heavy on that front leg. Just
3: throw that kick
0: then. Just
5: time it. You know, parry a little bit. (laughs) Go over the top. (laughs) (laughs) Basic fights Fights Everyone wants to go after the stellar win and the big the big hoop de ra the the spinning
0: back kick and the you know the whatever yep. yep. basic wind.
2: If me and Maybe. Z
5: were twenty again, we we'd just run this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I
2: know
1: guys, you would. We're, joined, <laughs> we're joined by a, by a guy who's, uh, has had a, had a, had a rough year in uh, 2023, but he's certainly making a comeback. He's, uh, one of the best, uh, announcers that, that, uh, has, uh, come off the, uh, on, entered the ring. As far as I'm concerned, whether it's in, uh, he's been to Dubai. He's been to, um, uh, all over the United States and, uh, uh he's making a great recovery he's going to go back in uh, very shortly uh and he's a good friend of ours and a good friend of the program and that's uh bob alexander bob how you doing tonight i'm doing great
0: frank how are you guys doing we're doing great fantastic
1: and, uh, Steve, what are you doing
3: do yeah
1: well bob um we had a uh we had a did you have a good christmas good, good
2: easter
0: had a wonderful, yeah, new year. it was uh, kind of low-key, but I uh, was able to just uh, visit with family and friends. I went up to uh, Michigan, where I'm from, the day after Christmas, mm-hmm. and got to spend some time with some of those folks up there. So, And the weather was actually Good. not bad. It was in the 40s instead of uh, the 20s or teens, which was what I was expecting.
1: <laughs> but,
0: of course, hey, business uh, as usual, I had to get back. It right after uh, New Year's. Uh, I had to get back to work, and... Uh, Today was the uh, the big announcement down in Fort Myers of the mm-hmm. class of Florida Boxing Hall of Fame for 2024, which is always uh, in uh, June in St. Pete, Tampa area, and uh, today's the first day we've revealed the class, and uh, we're really excited about it. Man, did we have a great turnout.
1: Great, great. Uh, can you uh, can we enlighten our, uh, our listeners on who that's going to be?
0: Absolutely. Who are they are. To. Um, uh, we have different categories. We have uh, fighters and we have uh, trainers and managers. Uh, then we have uh, a media category. We have a promoters category, uh, officials uh, and uh, participants. So mm-hmm. let me read you some of the, uh, some of the folks that are going to be in. Uh, starting with the fighter category, we have uh, a young man who was a world champion for many years, very uh, very prominent on television. Did a lot of uh, TV fights, and that is former world champion John John Molina from Puerto Rico.
3: Hey,
0: so he's a he was he's a very good fighter and uh, is very deserving of getting in. And we got a couple mm-hmm. of fellows from uh, the Tampa Bay area who spent many years packing the. The arenas up there and putting on some uh, sold-out crowd shows, and uh, he's got some television action. Uh, we have uh, Edner Cherry, who fought ah. for many years in the Tampa area. Oh, yeah, he had, okay. some, of course, cut his uh, career short because of a heart attack, of all things. But he's right. doing well, and uh, he was very happy to be there today and uh, just had a great time with everyone. Uh, the other young man from Tampa is a gentleman by the name of Jose Alonso. He went by the nickname Cello back in the early two thousands. Uh he was seventeen and one, I believe, in his pro career. Uh he wound up retiring. But I tell you, there were there were nights up there when Alonso was the main event. He would pack the house and it was the cheers were deafening for this kid. I mean the they just loved him up there. He he's from the Spring Hill area up above Tampa. And a uh, very deserving young man, so we're excited about that. Uh, David Diaz is a young man who fought many a big-time fight out of Chicago. He did a lot of training down here in the state of Florida. In fact, uh, worked at the SJC gym in, in uh, Fort Myers for a while during his career. Uh, David uh, beat Juan Laporte, and he also uh, beat uh, the great Eric Morales. It was the uh, Dream of his to fight in his hometown of Chicago, and he did, uh, beating Morales and uh, sending him into a retirement. And uh, he's just a really, really talented fighter, and uh, we're very excited. On the ladies' side, we have a young lady by the name of Stacey Prestidge. Uh, She fought numerous times uh, in the early 2000s. She won the very first women's uh, international championship belt uh she beat, I uh, can't remember who the fighter she beat. It was a great fight. It was a, it was a war. And it put her on the map. And it put the, uh, the World Federation on the map for uh, crowning their first champion. And uh, right after that, she fought uh, Christy Martin, who I think you probably are familiar with. Christy is uh, another former inductee of ours and uh, helped put female boxing on the map in the uh, early 2000s. But... Stacey fought her and gave her a good fight, and uh, it was just a. a she's a great uh, lady. She served in the U.S. Army. She worked as a paramedic for almost 20 years. Uh, she's got a great story. So we're we're very happy with our, our fighter class. We have a couple of fighters that are going in posthumously, uh, both having passed away in the last three years. Uh, we have former junior welterweight champion Saúl Mendi. Fought a lot of great fights with some big name opponents, Roberto Duran among them. Uh, He won a world title over in South Korea. Came back and knocked out Esteban De Jesus, who once beat the great Roberto Duran in his prime. And he fought, uh, I think, five times and defended his title, and then wound up losing uh, a decision to Leroy Haley. And uh, he didn't quit easy, though. I'll tell you, this guy was like. this guy was like kryptonite He fought uh, when he was 50 And he even fought when he was 60 That was his last fight down in the, in the Cayman Islands But uh, wow. Just a great, great fighter And uh, gone way before his time Passed away back in uh, 2018 I think it was And then we had Arthur Williams Who was a tremendous cruiserweight fighter uh, He fought all the big uh, Cruiserweight names Back in the early 2000s um, and he defended his title against Vasily Jeroff. That was the first time a cruiserweight title fight was broadcast on HBO. So he was part of history. And uh, just a credit to the game. And then we also lost him very uh, way, way too soon. It was uh, last year, 2023, when Arthur Williams passed away. So that is our, our fighter category. Uh, I don't know if you want me to keep going or not. Uh, I don't want to. Yeah, sure. ahead. Okay, well, we'll go through. I'll keep it short, keep it brief uh, for the rest of them. Uh, the trainer and manager category, we have a gentleman by the name of Willie Vargas. Uh, Willie uh, originally started up in, in uh, New York, moved to Florida, and started working at uh, one of the local gyms in Miami. And before you knew it, he was training fighters himself, and he had a number uh, of champions under his belt and has just been a real active guy in in the sport and and, uh, doing all he can to to make the sport great. Uh, Sherman Mm -hmm. Henson is another boxing coach. He is uh, from basically uh, is a Tampa native right now. He originally came from Washington, D.C., served in the Army, got out, fought for a little while, but decided that training was the the better option for him. He was more uh, adept at that. So he wound up becoming a trainer, and uh, he had again another load of world champions under his belt. And he continues to uh, to coach to this day, and does it very well. Uh, our promoter inductee is Kalila Escalera. She is the wife of promoter Jesus Tito Escalera. They together formed uh, T and K Boxing, which has promoted fights in the Tampa Bay area for several years now, and very successful. And uh, her husband, Tito, was inducted last year, and Kalila is, is, is half the, the partnership, and it was just you know, the right to get her in this year, because uh, she was very deserving. Uh, our media representative this year in the hall is a gentleman by the name of Jorge Ebro. He is from uh, the, the, the Miami area. This guy came from Cuba, uh, got his degree in journalism, and started covering fights and I don't think there's a there's a, a decent fight in the in Miami Fort Lauderdale over the last twenty years where you haven't seen Jorge Ebro working at ringside. This guy just loves the sport, he loves to cover it and give the fighters all the uh, you know, the coverage they deserve and they just just does a great job. Uh, some of our participants this year, we have John Beninati. He was a matchmaker for a long time for both Don King. And uh, the other one was Gary Shaw, so he has a, a big resume as far as matchmaking fights for you know decades and uh, has done a great job and always uh, served boxing well. Uh, Carl King, that name King might sound familiar because he is the son of Hall of Fame promoter the one and only Don King. Uh, Carl uh, started managing fighters when he was younger, and uh, in all... Carl wound up managing 35 world champions, and that is a record in the, in the sport of boxing. No manager has, has managed that many world champions in his career. Uh, I've been working with him in the, in the last year. Uh, we've been doing the, uh, the play-by-play and the color for uh, some Don King shows down in the Miami area that have been streamed. And uh, he does a great job uh, as a commentator and very entertaining, and uh, we're just, we're real happy to have him in this year. Uh, we have also got Mark Hager, who is uh, a longtime friend to me. Uh, he was a, uh, just a, a terrific amateur fighter. He won two straight years of Golden Gloves state championships, and he's the first fighter from Charlotte County to ever win a Golden Gloves championship. Uh, He went on to to coach a number of fighters, just some amateur titles. and over the last 20 years, he's also been the guy that puts the uh, the ring up in case a promoter needs a ring. They call Mark, he comes in, puts the ring up, and then takes it down when the show's over. So he's been doing that for a long time as well. Uh, In our officials and commission category, we have Chris Young, who's uh, just a dynamite uh, referee. Uh, He's He's been a rep. He's been a judge. Uh, he served many years in the amateurs for USA Boxing and has just uh, continued to grow and flourish uh, being a very, very highly respected referee. Uh, we have Dr. Mark Gordon, who has been a ringside physician for the Florida Athletic Commission for several decades now. And he has his own practice uh, where he works out of the uh, Miami-Fort Lauderdale area. But every time uh, he gets to work, be a position for, for a boxing match, he's there, and uh, they can always count on him, and he's always done a great job. Uh, Tim Shipman, who is now the current executive director of the Florida Athletic Commission. That was after the Florida Boxing Commission was folded. The Florida Athletic Commission now handles all fighting sports, whether it's MMA, kickboxing, boxing, whatever have you. And Tim has done a very good job. He's you know one of those guys that he's Like Joe Cortez always says, I'm firm, but I'm fair. Well, that's that's Tim Shipman. You know, he's very, very easy to get along with and uh, willing to help people out in any way he can as long as you follow the rules. That's that's the main thing. And uh, our last inductee is a young lady by the name of Kathy Gentile. Her husband, Frank Gentile, uh, served as assistant executive director of the Florida Boxing Commission for a number of years. He has been a referee, for a number of years and has done a great job. Well, Kathy, uh, she grew up in in a boxing gym because her father owned the gym in Ohio. That's where she met Frank. He was a a fighter for one of her her father's uh, stables. And uh, that's how Kathy and Frank got to know each other. They got married, had kids, but they always stayed in the fight game. Kathy learned how to be a timekeeper, learned how to be a ringside coordinator. And she was eventually hired by the Florida Boxing Commission to run shows uh, throughout the entire state. So that's pretty much our uh, our inductees for this year. We have a, a couple of special awards that we're giving out that we do every year. Our uh, special achievement awards, one goes to Ivan Echevarria, who has just been a, a hardworking dude that, is, that shows up at every fight where they need him, and he does everything that he's asked to do. He's a, a jack-of-all-trades, but a real, real hustler. And he, uh, you know, he asks him to do something, he gets it done. Alguerne is a trainer. He's been a, a fine trainer down in the Miami area for several years. Uh, he helped get uh, the fighters that came over uh, as part of the, uh, the Cuban flotilla. He was able to get a number of those fighters lined up in the gym and has coached uh, you know, them to, uh, to high success. And uh, he's, he's done a great job. And our final award is the Walter A. Flansburg Lifetime Award. That's an award that we established a couple of years ago when uh, our former president, Walter Butch Flansburg, passed away from cancer. We decided to honor him and his legacy by uh, creating this award for, uh, for him. And winner of this year's uh, Lifetime Award is a young lady by the name of Jerry Hazelton. She has been uh, a very proud state worker for years up in Tallahassee, and she is the uh, wife of the late, great Don Hazelton, who served as uh, boxing uh, executive director for many years for both the state of Florida and the Miccosukee tribe. Uh, she has been uh, established a scholarship award, a $1,000 scholarship award that's been given out for about five years now, and she continues to make that a very important priority. And with her achievements and what she's done there, she's getting the Walter Flansburg uh, Lifetime Award. So we have the uh, living that will be inducted. Two of them are uh, two are deceased, and we have the three uh, special awards to give out. So it's a great class. We're very excited, and uh, it's going to be a great weekend in June when we uh, when we have the uh, Hall of Fame induction weekend
1: yeah I hope you'll come back on uh in may so that we can uh make sure that everybody oh, knows and then uh,
0: we'll ab- just repeat it absolutely. uh
1: up till the date yeah it's, do you have a date yet when, when you'll be on
0: uh, you go to you go to florida dot com you can get your tickets for the events you can get a good deal on the hotel where the event is is happening that's really the best way to uh to get more information and to find out uh, what you want to do, you what you want to go see, that that sort of thing. So FloridaBoxingHallOfFame dot com together and uh, you can get all the okay. information
1: you need. And do you know what the, what the price of the tickets will be?
0: Uh, they they run. Yeah. Uh, they have different packages. Um, I want to say it's like one uh, twenty something for the weekend. For uh, that gives you your hotel room. And it covers all of the events that we have that go on as far as, you know, the uh, dinner on Saturday night and then the induction mm-hmm. uh, itself on Sunday morning. So, uh, again, you can go to the website and get all the information is right there as far as tickets, as far as the hotel, everything. is It's just very easy to do and uh, easy to maneuver.
1: Yeah, we appreciate your coming on and uh, giving us the first shot. That We love to do PSAs, and uh, that certainly was a, uh, a list that uh, – Uh, infamy I should say Um, they're all good great people
3: Um, and the great thing Frank
0: is that you know a lot of the previous inductees wind up coming back and they like to come mm -hmm. and and be recognized they sign autographs they do pictures you know it's just it's a great opportunity for fans to meet a lot of the uh, big names in boxing because they do like to come and uh, be there for Mm -hmm. the weekend
1: so that's just part of it and where is it going to be I know you said Tampa, but do you know where yet?
0: Yeah, it's going to be. Give me just one second. I have it uh, in my notes here. I'm just switching over. Yeah, it's going to be at the St. Pete Hilton Lake Caroline.
1: Ah, uh, that's right off. That's a nice uh, hotel. Right off 75. Yeah, it's a beautiful. Hotel. Right off 275 yeah.
0: Right off yep. uh, I-275. Exactly. Yeah, easy to find. It's going to be uh June 21st, 22nd and 23rd. Those are the dates.
1: Good. Good. Well, we again we appreciate that. but, but oh. you know there's there's a there's a fight coming up. I want to get everybody, you, know, you and uh, definitely uh, get uh um these uh thought on it, but uh, there's a fight coming up that um um Anthony Joshua is going to go to uh Dubai. And uh he's going to fight uh hold on, let me over here.
2: Lugano!
1: That's right. I forgot. You're right, Francis <laughs> what, what,
2: what what
0: That is a fascinating uh lineup though to to especially do it, seeing that they're fighting in Dubai. Um I just, you know, I think Anthony Joshua, he's got, you know, he's got some experience on his side. He's got some skill on his side. Uh, You know, if he sticks to his fight plan, and which I assume would be to stay outside and box, you know, or or, do the boxing for the most part, I think he has an excellent chance to win. But if he tries to get into a war, I don't think that's the fight he wants to fight. I think he'd be in real trouble.
3: I I don't know if I agree with that one, just because looking at the fight against Tyson Fury and Francis Maggiano, Tyson Fury mm-hmm. is the kind of guy who even if you if you see him in sparring, he might not take everything serious he, because he, he's 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 an older fighter and he, he's that good. I think Joshua his mind is youthful enough to where he he can't play. He he's not a guy who does that, and. Francis Magno is a guy who's not going to inside fight. He's he's more he's going to try to look for the power. He's going to and Joshua is not the kind of guy that's going to let that happen to me. I don't think Francis Magno is going to land that shot on Joshua, and I can see him. I can see things kind of snowballing on Francis Ngannou. Um As mm-hmm. I say, Joshua, he's more inclined to of fight inside when he sees things and he gets confident enough, he'll bring the fight to you, and he doesn't mind, you know, laying his weight on him. And I just don't think that that would be the proper ingredients for Francis Ngannou. As I say, Tyson Fury is more kind of box with you. He, you know, he, 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 he'll put it in the discussions of sparring to a certain degree. Especially, he, I don't think he took Ngannou's series. Joshua is the kind of guy who's going to take Francis Ngannou's series. And I think that would be very dangerous for Mm Nagano. What's what's your thoughts,
1: Bob G?
5: All right. I got one question. What I love is I just want to be that rich to where I can just sit in my hometown and country (laughs) and just have all the fighters (laughs) come to me and I can put together (laughs) any freaking lineup that I want and just for my own entertainment, have whoever fight whoever. And then I've got one question to throw in there. What's the difference between people from Dubai and the people from Abu Dhabi? I'm going to let you know. People from Dubai, they don't like the Ah, Flintstones, but people from Abu Dhabi
4: (laughs) do. Wow.
2: That's classic. That is classic.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. gosh. That was great! <laughs> but but what, what's the flight uh, time? I know you've you've done uh, box uh, uh, done jobs over there. What's the flight time from here to Abu Dhabi? And does, uh, do you think that I would have to, any effect well, on the fighter?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's it's a from anywhere in the U.S. It's about a thirteen-hour trip. Um, I've done it twice. Uh, once was straight through, full thirteen hours. And uh, you definitely have jet lag once you get there. I mean, there's no no escaping Uh that. It takes a full day for you to even get your legs under you where you feel like you can go out and run or train or whatever you want. Um, The first trip I made, it was uh, I I went New York to uh, Hamburg, Germany, and then that was seven Uh hours and then six hours down to Dubai from Germany. So that was a little uh, bit better because I got to I got to get out of the plane and walk and stretch and you know get right. my uh, get my blood flowing again. So it's a it's a, it's a heck of a trip. It's not as bad as Australia, but I'll tell you what, it, it'll take it out of you.
2: Right, great, right.
5: great. Right. Hey Bob, right. we weren't on earlier, but we were talking about how I just got back from Hawaii to a and I had the Mike Tyson tattoo painted on my face, you know, since you do so much stuff for oh, yeah. Tyson, you know, and all that kind of stuff. You ever need a, 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 a I don't know, a stand-in for Tyson that looks nothing like him is completely white, but we could have put yeah. the tattoo on, die, you know.
0: That's that <laughs> epic. Yeah. I love it. Yeah,
5: yeah. you know. Z, what I, do you I think, I think of
1: that? no I was
0: just going to say I I used to work for Mike Tyson in in the the mid uh, well it was about 2014-2015 he promoted fights for about a year and a half and I was his ring announcer and I got to know him very well and hang with him and uh you know he just he was nothing like what everybody was thinking he wasn't a maniac He treated me very very well very nice respectful funny uh just I had a very very good experience with him. It was one of the
5: highlights of my he's,
2: career. He's an icon.
5: I mean he's an icon and we're all so bad that he got railroaded the way he did it was made out to be a, a certain way. And we all make you know, mistakes when we're in the limelight, but I mean no right. one without a sense of humor couldn't star on the hangover. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> you gotta have a sense of humor to even show up there. You know what I mean? So I mean, kudos to Mr. Mike Tyson. I love going to all these other events like, uh, you know, Rings or King of the Cage or whatever, you know, and every once in a while Tyson will stop by and do a cameo. Because all the young fighters, it doesn't matter MMA or boxing, if you get the chance to meet Iron Mike Tyson, holy cow, I mean, that, that is the, you know, I mean, might as well, you know, be meeting all or, you know what I mean, like one of the great. Yeah,
0: men- right no oh, no doubt. No run to into me. Run it's into scary. me is
5: like Butterbean. You
0: know <laughs> not what it
5: it's not what it was meant to be,
0: you know?
1: Right. Okay. See what you think of Patty Pepperton's uh uh fight with uh, uh Tony Ferguson. What do you think of that matchup?
3: <laughs> well, I I I've been saying that I think Tony Ferguson's uh should probably be ready to hang it up, especially on a certain level. And I just think that Patty Pemberton proved it. Um, Patty Pemberton is not a shining example of eliteness, but he's solid. No. He, he's solid, and for him, to, for uh, Ferguson to kind of get dominated ish by Pemberton, it, it, it just shows that he's not there on the elite level. He can't avoid a lot. Um, he can't do what he wants to do. He falls into a certain rhythm that gets him hit. Uh, I mean, he—it's just—he's he, just his timing is gone. It, it's been gone for several fights, and it, it's not coming back. And it's getting—it's going to get worse. So I, I, I honestly think that you know he probably wants to put need to put him up. You know, he, it's time for him to go.
2: Good.
1: Bob, what's the the talk in the industry about uh, Showtime giving up after 37 years?
0: Oh, it's it's heartbreaking, to be honest. I mean, uh, so many of us in the industry, whether, you know, no matter what what the job was, but so many of us had the opportunity to uh, work for Showtime. I I did several fights on Showtime, one, in fact, one for Mike Tyson in 2014 Mm -hmm. up in uh, Pittsburgh. And uh, I've had a couple opportunities down here uh, in Florida to work for uh, Showtime. It, it, it's, it's heartbreaking. I mean, you know, HBO dropped out of the, uh, the boxing, you know, business a few years ago. That was heartbreaking yeah. enough. Uh-huh. Yeah. But now, you yeah. know, Showtime, is, is, it's really sad to see it go after, after all these years. The only good thing is that uh, the, the industry is changing. They're, they're, it's basically starting to move from network to streaming online that's the future of boxing that's where you're going to find it you're going to you know turn on your computer or your phone or whatever and uh you're going to go into a site and you that that's where you're going to you're going to get your boxing that's where so many people get it now the last several years mm-hmm. uh some of the, the most of the fights i've done where there was any kind of tv involved it involved streaming not network so uh it's it's just sad i i always enjoyed the experience it was a big deal it was an honor to work on showtime national worldwide basically but uh yeah it's the end of an era you know kind of like when usa boxing folded it up uh with tuesday night fights that was so great but they left then uh hbo and uh you know espn has been so uh on and off you know it's just hard to keep up when when they're going to have uh, any fights, but um, you know the old Friday night fights was great because it went from town to town to town, and it gave vocal guys like me a chance to be on television. Now, you know when, when they went to doing everything with uh, with the PVC two years ago, uh, all the you know the ring announcers all worked from ringside. They didn't get in the ring. They didn't use ring card girls. Me with a bad taste in my mouth. Very disappointing, but. I'm sad to see uh, Showtime go. There's a lot of great fights and a lot of great memories.
2: Huh? All
1: right. Z, what do you think of uh, of uh, Vicente uh, versus uh, Ian Gary? That's coming up.
3: Um, I've heard of Ian Gary. I- I'm not familiar with Lequeux. um d- just for the fact that I've heard of Ian Gary. I- it-, it, you know, uh-huh. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I would pick Ian Gary, but we, you know, certain levels. will fit. You have to see on certain levels. Uh
1: huh. What do you think, Bob?
2: What well, they're
5: talk- Yeah. Sorry, am I on mute again? Um, yeah. So, okay. Uh, so there's. So Ian Gary is an opera comedian. He's doing really well, but yeah, and he was going against Vincent Luke. But the thing is. They say he's dropping out due to pneumonia. Now, there's also a rumor that uh, he got knocked out by, I can't, uh, where's my notes? It wasn't Strickland. It was somebody else. that He was like Leon Edwards or something. Um, so, like, maybe they were trained together and Edwards knocked out Ian Gary. Um, so, that's the rumor that's floating around and they're saying it's pneumonia. Regardless, Ian Gary, and that's where we've heard of him, Tom um, Z, is you know, he, he, he trains with uh, 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 Leon Edwards and those other guys, and he's up and coming and doing really well. Um, so as far as him dropping out to pneumonia, I mean, again, no one can fight when they're sick. I mean... I, I my UFC you know debut I I took the fight though I shouldn't have uh, because you know I was injured two weeks earlier but again you don't you don't turn down the UFC unless you fought for him before um, it's kind of like that guy we were talking about earlier uh, it was it Miller or um, that you know just fighting all the time you, you know you want to be Dana White's go-to boy that way you're gonna get paid um, so strict you know. Um, Ian Gary's been there before. He's dropping out, um, doing pneumonia. Um, They'll they'll match him up, or they'll match somebody else against uh, his opponent. Um, But again, there's rumor out there that Leon
3: Edwards actually knocked him out in training. Ah, pneumonia, concussion protocol. I mean, you have to deal with it either way.
5: Yeah, I mean it's the same thing. I mean, I've been. And you know, uh, get up out of the hot tub or the steam room and kind of lose your balance because you're so dehydrated. And kind of got a little cut on my head, and and you know, you still show up to fight, hoping they'll let you fight because usually you can't fight with the cut on your head or or over your eyes or anything like that. There's there's so many things that just to get to the ring, and that's where you know our fans don't realize is how much you know cutting and. And and, and and training camps and you know ask what you have to take just to get there you know um on on, on fight day. So there's a lot that goes into that. So if you're not hundred percent you and you're shooing to come back um by all means you know pass up the fight.
3: Now, now Bob, how many? how many fighters are actually hundred percent coming in uh, coming None. into a
2: fight? Zero <laughs>
3: It's always going to be a nick here, or something here, a pull yeah, here, yeah.
5: You're you're doing doing something.
3: Always going to be something.
5: <laughs> I, I, I try to get through that. You know, I'm going through physical therapy now and stuff. At my age, I'm just trying to, you know, take in the morning. stretches is just like a work My like, you know, tell people that. I'm like, yeah, you know, stay in school. Don't don't do what I did. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just go get an Because if you're physical fitness thing as a as lifestyle it is an ass whooping lifestyle and so and that's just it people got to realize them how much you've got to go through just to get there um everyone you know we've got tons of armchair quarterbacks as far as armchair promoters and and, and fight announcers and man you know with your hand you know elbow deep in a bag of Cheetos telling what I should have done better it isn't isn't really amount to much <laughs> I just wanna congratulate Bob. Bob's come a long way from uh you know, flooded uh, tennis courts to getting beers thrown at you, um, you know
2: <laughs> in Florida. Yeah, that's I tell you
0: that that first that very first night down on Centerville Island and all that was going on, I sat there questioning myself, do I really wanna do this uh, you know, for a sort of a living? Uh, does this ever happen to buffer or Jimmy Lennon? You know, I had a lot of questions I had to ask myself. <laughs> Fortunately, I decided to stick with it. And, uh, you know, now I've, I've wound up traveling the world. I wound up, you know, in, in a couple different Hall of Fame. Uh, I've been able to be on TV and meet, meet a lot of great uh, people. Uh, it's just, it's unbelievable what, what, what has happened far beyond anything I ever really dreamed of, but hey, I'm going I to go out and Hey, guys,
2: we're going to talk a little,
1: I have something special <laughs> for you guys. Um, there's a gentleman on the line here, uh, who's been a friend of ours for many, many years. Uh, a guy I have a whole lot of respect for and his family. Uh, he's a recent inductee and, uh, Mr. Alexander, would you like to uh, to invite the uh, the gentleman from uh, uh, Polk County on?
0: I certainly would. I think that's uh, it's a it's an honor, to, to any anytime we're able to get Hall of Fame inductees on, I uh, it just makes me so proud because it's such a great group of people. Uh, all of them are really like a second family to me you know and with all i've been through in the last year or so it's been really rough but they've stood by me and, and been there to help me when i needed it and uh it is uh it's a very special bond that we carry and i'm i'm so honored
1: well we have uh the uh, honorable mr edner Perry on with us tonight yes sir so i tell you
0: edner Edner Cherry was one of the top fighters in his time in the state of Florida. He always put on a show. I mean, he always came to fight. Never were bored when Edner Cherry got into the ring. And uh, he had some of the bigger fights on, uh, on Showtime and on HBO and ESPN. He was named Fighter of the Year for uh, ESPN TV at one point. Uh, you want to talk about a guy that, that built a fan base, and everybody loved to see him fight. That would be Edgerrin, yeah. no doubt.
6: Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And
1: that's that's you know that's the kind of guy he is. Never talks himself up. Never does anything that uh, would be uh, even thought of uh, out of the way. Always was a very hard working. This guy used to drive a hundred miles round trip. just to, to uh, or that'd be two hundred miles round trip. Uh, just to uh be with a, a, a group of people that he worked out with in uh in uh, Saint Petersburg, Florida. Uh Ednar's yeah. uh is a top type person and his, his wife uh Elizabeth is uh a, a lovely lady. They have a great family. Edner this is uh we were so proud to to see that uh, you were able to uh uh you were gonna be inducted and uh, we'll be there to for the
6: induction uh this June. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, and I'm very, very excited, man. You know, when I uh, when I got the call this week and when I was last I think it was last week or yeah, I think it was last week I got the call from Steve. And man, mm-hmm. it's a it's a blessing, man, because you have to look at so many fighters in Florida around the world that's in their in their state. They you know they they fought, and you know there's some of them haven't been interducted in the in the hall of fame and so it was an honor you know and a privilege and a blessing a miracle mm-hmm. to be in the Florida in the Florida Hall of fame it, you know mm-hmm. man, I'm excited
1: <laughs> good good yeah anybody have any questions uh, Z, you have any questions for, uh, for Edner
3: uh, no, no. I just want to uh, commend Edna for uh, his recovery and you know just you know his overall contri- uh, contribution to, this, to the game. I mean, I saw Edna fight uh, live uh, a few times and you know, yeah, very exciting. Uh, brings the fight, and he fought a guy from uh, Delaware. I actually saw in the gym, uh, Omar Douglas,
6: and that, yeah, that yeah, yeah, amazing. yeah. Yeah, super Bowl. Yeah, yes, That
3: sir. that was yeah, that was an entertaining fight where um and I remember both guys known for banging it out and you guys brought a technical jabbing show to the game. And that showed yeah, me yes, level that as smart as you like that. You know, boxing's more than, you know, come and get a guy out of there. I see you do that too. But yeah, you know, yes, it's sir. more than getting a guy out of there. It's it's you know the thought process, man. As I say, I, I I have studied your career, and you are and have been a tremendous fighter.
6: Yes, sir. thank you very much, man. I'm it's an honor. Uh, you know, I really appreciate it, and it means a whole lot to me. And man, uh, I thank you, thank you very much. No doubt.
1: Bob, you got any questions, brother? Right
5: uh, it's a privilege to have you on and I appreciate it. Um you know, me, I just always, you know, put that spin of comedy on things. And with a last game like that, I'd be coming up with a pickup lines like, You ready for the cherry on top? You know what I mean? Like so <laughs> I, I, I just, you know
6: uh,
5: I just wanna say thank you for being on the show and it's, it, it's a
1: privilege.
6: Thank it's you. Great. Thank you very much, man. Thank you.
1: know yeah, you got two boys to the camp and uh, I got the last time I saw a picture of them. They're even taller than you. Um, are they going to be? Are you going to have to encourage them to go into boxing? I know they're the football and other sports at school, but are you going to encourage them to go into boxing?
6: Oh uh, no, no, sir. Uh, you know I'm, I'm a I'm a going to let them stick what they what they love what they love to do right now. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, my oldest is playing soccer, so this is his last year in school. So, so he's enjoying mm-hmm. all of the sports that he could. So now, right now, he's playing soccer, and I got my middle mm-hmm. one. Uh, he's he's playing football, and so he's a junior. So he's, he's so he'll be senior next year. And I got my uh, 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 youngest one, which is you would think he's he is 16. So he's six three, two hundred pounds. So he also doing doing uh, uh football. Yeah and uh in a basketball but you know the boxing part I'm a just I'm a, you know I'm a keeping it away from them I don't want them to I don't want them to do it and because because dad dad had did it so you know if you don't have the right people behind you but it, you know you know it's in every sport if you don't have the right person behind you man then even if you don't work as hard and you know they will, they will take advantage of you so you know that I would – I didn't want to try to keep them away from it and let them find something else that that they will be happy happy with and they will feel comfortable doing and that's about it.
2: Hmm.
1: Good. Good. Well, uh, again, congratulations to you and the family. Uh, we wanted to let everybody know and the uh, uh, hear from you about uh, what you thought of your uh, your uh, announcement today. And uh, we uh, it couldn't have to a nicer guy. And, uh, more pleasant person and a, a better interview. Yes. Uh, the only other better interview yes, than you is uh, Bob Alexander, but don't tell him that. Yes.
6: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Um, let's see. Uh, Bob G. UFC two ninety eight is pretty loaded with talent, man.
5: Yeah, it is. That is booked to the gills. Um, Alexander Volkanovsky event uh, yeah, Tupuria for a main event, uh, Dashville, I can't, you know, versus Henry uh, Caheado, tied to Avassa for heavyweight. Um, uh, yeah, it is a great and we- very well packed uh event. Two ninety nine doesn't look as packed as two ninety eight, um, but it's still, you know, it's still a good good fight. They're they're working their way up to the three hundreds you know, and i I look back at u I s mean, d two seventeen and and give myself a pat on the back <laughs>
1: yeah. there you go uh, z what do you think of uh Rachmaninoff, uh versus uh, uh was it uh
3: jameson coming up
2: uh
3: I'm not familiar with Jameson. Ratmanoff, uh I was there, I'm thinking Ratmanoff, I'm expecting him to win just because of the name recognition, but um mm-hmm. you know, we gotta here. We gotta see.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, he did, he's coming off a big win over Steven Wonderboy Thompson too. So okay. and that uh he yeah, he got the submission in uh I think late in the round two I uh, got rear naked or something like that for Wonder Boy. but again, um, that you know, and boy and all the strikers, we need distance, we need range. Once these guys close in on us, if we don't have good takedown defense, or if we don't have a good inside grappling game, they're just going to get us, and that's all there is to it. And I and I hate to say that, like you know, Bob Alexander was talking about, you know, I made the comment about. Um, you know, him being on a flooded tennis court, you know, uh, shouting out his first, uh, uh his first, fight, you know, and he, he, like, I remember being up there before I even went pro and having some bigger guy on top of me, crushing my head in with gloves, four ounce gloves. You know, I was like, is this something <laughs> I really want to do again? Like, is this? <laughs> this ain't, it's not going the way I wanted it to. You know, is this something I'm going to try? And most people stop. I mean, everyone's tough till they get their. Oh, everyone's tough till they get smacked in the mouth, and that's what you tell the true fighters because they're going to take their shots. But like, I didn't get a chance to you know uh, go in on the Ferguson fight with this Paddy Pimlet. You know, just like he said, Pimlet is nothing spectacular. He's an average fighter. The only thing Pimlet's got going for him, you know what I mean? That's it. He, he's, yeah. he, he's got a cool name. He, he's an average guy. Yeah. Yeah. He it was a phenomenal headlining guy. And then, he's you know, again, dropping down to become a stepping stone. So it's time for him to step away, stay to, to uh, 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 commentating and take his position in the UFC Hall of Fame because he deserves it. Fergus was a phenomenal athlete. But I don't want to see us guys go out like I did. I came out of retirement and didn't win one of my fights. I mean, it's just, it's a younger guy's sport. Age sucks. You know, it, it takes me 20 minutes to get ready to, you know, do anything. And, and so let the younger guys battle it out and we can just talk about it.
1: Give me a 20 mm-hmm. year old body and I'll start over though.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well guys, we're uh, we're just about up on our time here. Uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, Coming on tonight and being so well prepared, uh, Bob. I'm I'm so happy that you're uh, you're back and healthy. And uh, uh, do you have any uh, fights coming up that you want to tell everybody about?
0: Uh, the next action I'm going to see is going to be on uh, the 20th of January, uh, two weeks from tonight. I'll be down at the uh, Hard Rock Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. I'm not even sure of the lineup because I just got the job actually to, today. So. Uh they called and asked me good. if I could uh, do it and I said yes. Um I, it's always a great it's a great venue to watch boxing down there. They always, you know, put on good shows. Uh the heavyweight factory is gonna be promoting it. So uh I know there'll be some great fights that night. So yeah, two weeks from tonight I get back to the vacation is over. It's back to work.
1: There you go. Uh, and for uh for everybody to let everybody know uh how sad
0: I'm sorry. you broke up, my friend. How's your dad doing? He's doing much better. He uh, he had uh, minor surgery on his liver, um, and uh, yesterday, late yesterday afternoon, they sent him home, and he sounds good, feels good, and uh, we're all very, very thankful. It's uh, it's a blessing to have him in good health. Good, good. Right. Right. Uh, right. uh,
1: yes, sir. I want to say again, thank you very much, and congratulations to you and the family on the, this uh, fine uh, announcement tonight. And uh, you certainly do uh,
6: deserve it. Yes, sir. And, uh, and um, thank you,
1: say a little and Miss Elizabeth, for it to tell the, uh, she's always on our mind.
6: Okay, yeah, you yeah.
1: leave yeah, out? I will. What do you say? And I was saying, Z, do you want to leave us out? Oh, okay.
3: Oh, sure do. Sure do. I want to thank Upner for his time and his contributions. I want to thank Bob Alexander for definitely for his time and contributions. I want to thank both on their recovery, and keep listening them well. Uh, I want to thank Mr. Bob, you know, uh, my, my UFC guy, my, guy, my fight guy. I want to thank you, Butch, and I want to thank all my Fighting Words family. He shows are definitely a definite memory of Bob, Coach Man, and Dr. Chris. If anyone wants to hear any Fighting Words, please do call.
1: Hey, Bob.
5: Absolutely. What a blessing again. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks, Edgar. Thank you, Mr. Alexander. Thanks you both for your contributions to the sport. Thanks, Frank, for putting it on. <clears throat> and Z for always being... My pilot, my co- I'm your co-pilot to your pilot or whatever. So, uh, everyone, our fighting words flans, uh, keep those eyes up, chins down. God bless. Have a great new year. Happy
2: 2024.
6: Thank
1: you. I just uh, want to say, again, thank you for everything, and thank you for our listeners. Uh, as you know, we wouldn't be able to uh, put these programs on if it wasn't for the Wonderful listeners that we have worldwide, uh, ladies and gentlemen. These programs are brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation the men and women of the States Armed Forces, the men and women of the Fire Services, the doctors and nurses and first responders of, of COVID and this dangerous flu. Uh, we also want to thank those who stock the shelves in the uh, in the supermarket because we're probably going to come up to another pandemic. Uh, these programs are dedicated to those who have lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Jeffrey Colcap.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Patrolman David Curtis, Patrolman Jeffrey Yaswitz, Sergeant Thomas Batinger, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childress. San Diego Officer Mike Hendler. Sergeant Tom Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department. Patrolman Charlie Conner, Tarpon Springs Police Department. Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department. Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department. Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department. Sergeant Chris Levake, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman Officer Christmas, Lakeland PD, Lieutenant Joe Zerba, Newcastle County Police, p- p- uh, Patrol Deputy Josh Meyer, Nassau County Sheriff's Department, Captain Matt Letourne, Phillips Fire Department, Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Ardeth Hope, Wilmington, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Jerry Ficus, Wilmington Fire Department, Patrolman, uh, Patrol Trooper, Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol. Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol. Chief Al Hogel, Longbow Key Police Department. Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department. Um, Deputy Mike Hargrove, Pinellas County Sheriff's Office. Deputy Blake Lane and Deputy Chris Meyer, Polk County Sheriff's Office. Sergeant Christopher Fitzgerald, Police Department and Temple University uh, Police Department. And Sergeant... uh, Rico rodriguez of the uh, philadelphia police department my brothers and sisters although you may be 10 7 at this point in time at some time will be 10 10 at the table of the lord until that time may the rose rise up to meet you may winds be always at your back may the rains fall softly on your fields and the sunshine lighten it on your face until we meet again may the good lord keep, keep you and you look in the in the palm of his hands good night. god bless and have a great weekend
4: Shema Lechma Yilama Shema Eidah Yilama Son HaShem Evorat a high bonds scan of gentle mean a fire
1: County Dispatch to 1999, County Dispatch to 1999, County Dispatch to 1999, all be advised 1999's response to his last emergency. May God bless his soul.